0: All right. Second attempt. We're finally doing it. Sorry. It took so long. This is awesome. You're time good. one, also known as Carter, also known the as white
1: devil himself,
0: white devil,
1: half white devil. Sorry. Half white devil.
0: <laughs> the needle that Tate used to put testosterone in his body.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's pretty accurate. You know, and <laughs> it's, uh, and you know, needle, uh, sinks, uh, oh my gosh, you know, Sneeko, Sneko's the syringe, you know, I'm the needle and seek the syringe and Tate, uh, Tate takes Sneeko and it attaches me, uh mm. attaches me to his head and then he just just you know shoots it in.
0: I think he stole a lot of your shit.
1: I think he did, yeah. I think Tate and Sneeko are both thieving assholes. Yeah, they stole of all shit. Of my content from me.
0: Fuck em. Uh <laughs> no, I used to watch Sneeko when he would go interview people and he was like pointing out like the hypocrisies that women think. You know, they they go, I never thought about it like that. <laughs>
1: Or like, well, think I mean, about yeah, it. I, I first met him on TikTok, actually, and I saw this one video where uh I saw this one video where he was watching these women. He was going fucking crazy over it because they were like, because <laughs> th- uh, the guy asked them, you know, what uh, w- what should women bring to the table? And they were like um, myself, you know, I'm the other half. I'm the woman. <laughs> And, and Sneeko was like, "They're not worth anything. <laughs> Collect them like Pokemon cards. Oh, Get five of them." <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ. Well, it's like there are not all, but it's. I don't want to speak in generalities, but there are a lot of women who think that just being themselves is enough. But then they'll have all these high demands of, "Oh, he needs to be a provider. He needs to protect me," which is true. What women want matters, you know, to an extent. But when a man's issues, what he wants, oh, he's just being very picky. He's being very he's controlling. He's a misogynist. He's yeah, a misogynist. Exactly. That's bullshit. <laughs> I went down this fucking rabbit hole, and I was starting to get pissed off. I was like, dude, they don't listen ever. Like, why don't they, men yeah. just talk? Men have been talking for a very long time. And... They're they're just not paying attention. You may not like what you hear, but things that are good for you, you're not gonna just. It's not gonna be a positive feeling every single time when you're, you're right. confronted it's with the a truth.
1: Feeling, really, yeah, say. and and yeah, even though I don't typically like the people saying like, oh, not all. Like you do have a point here, I'd say, because this is a very specific kind of woman. It's the kind of woman who is on social media scrolling all day, right? Getting getting all this free attention from men. uh, And it's, and this allows her ego to get big and it allows her to think that she's like an extremely special, uh, special individual who deserves all of these, who deserves all of these things for free, you know? And so it is, it is a very specific type of woman that's like this. But I mean, the reason I don't like not all in general is more because, you know, when you're talking about societies and when you're talking about groups in societies, obviously not everyone's going to fit into a certain group. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like if I say, Oh, horses have four legs and then, and then they come back and they're like, Oh, well, you know, it's not all of them. Some of them were born with five, like the male horses. Some of them were born with three or two and looks like, yeah, but it's generally true. And if you're trying right. to design, uh, design is the wrong word, but if you're trying to like, uh create a a societal norm or standard to hold people to you have to model it after generalizations because you can't mold everything around like these exceptions and that's something that a lot of people do nowadays
0: yeah and i do it a lot and i've done it too much i've i have been proven wrong on so many things things that i held true to my heart it broke my heart when i found out like oh women cheat oh fuck Mm -hmm. that's something i i never i thought i was raised like oh men are just pigs and and they just want to just be sexual all the time they're perverted and and i was like i was very effeminate growing up Mm -hmm. like very effeminate i had long hair i had the swish you know i wore yeah yeah, i always played with my hair i wore very tight jeans (laughs) i was i was just like very limp wristed kind of dude and i still have Mm -hmm. some of those traits but it's not After seeing everything, after watching all these videos, listening to Jordan Peterson, listening to uh, Gavin McGinnis, which he has controversy around him, but I don't give a shit. He says some true shit. Listening to all these guys, it's like, damn, like I was sold this lie that I'm a piece of shit just because I have a dick. And uh, yeah, that's not true. It's, It's not true. It can be true to some, but... In general, men are good. I think it's like five percent of men assault women. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't I don't know what the stats are either. I mean, we talked about this last time we tried this too, or like that the one in six number where like women try and claim that one in six of them are raped or sexually assaulted or whatever is complete bullshit. Mm. Uh they rape they they rope things in like, oh, a guy walked out to me and grabbed my tit one time and that's that's rape. That's uh, I mean, that is sexual assault to an extent, but it's not like It's not rape. It's not one in six women are raped. It's not. No,
0: it's it's definitely not.
1: Yeah. And if you actually look up like FBI statistics, it's something like point zero zero seven four percent, something like that. It's it's ridiculously low. And so, yeah, that's that's bullshit. I don't know how many guys do it. Five percent, one in 20. Yeah, I could buy that at least.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, like it's uh, let me see right here. I'm Googling it right now like the number the number 1 in 6 is and we talked about this before the that number is derived from a 19 from 1978 up until 2020 mm-hmm. so when you say one in every six that number would be significantly higher if it was consistent every single year now i think in 2020 it was something like uh I don't want to get the number wrong. Um it, it was a s it was a large number that I wish that was zero. Mm. Um but it was unless they deserve it though. No. <laughs> <God damn> it. <laughs> um, uh it was like one in not one in something, but it was uh like twenty thousand or two hundred thousand uh let me total see. cases in, in twenty twenty.
1: Then, yeah, that's like that's like a fraction of a fraction of a percent then, I believe. Uh, it was... Uh, divided by 300 million, that's like...
0: Okay, so 126,430 reported cases in the United States in 2020. If that's it, nothing. If yeah. it was one in six, one six,
2: six,
0: that's not one in six. Mm-hmm. If it was <laughs> happening in one in close? six... Well, and they say in their lifetime, and I understand that. It's not just a year. Like, it can happen through multiple mm-hmm. years, but... The one in six, when they frame it as, "Oh, this will," and one in six women every single year will face that. No, they yeah, won't. Yeah, and this
1: is this is the thing, right? It's like so easy to lie with statistics too, because yeah. people people aren't designed to like interpret statistics scientifically. We interpret them very emotionally. Like, there's a in advertising. When I was on a when I was in Andrew Tate's program, actually, I learned about this. But in advertising, uh, there's this thing called denominator neglect, mm-hmm. where And this is just one example of a statistical bias. But for example, if you say uh, people, people can't process percentages. So if I say 1% of women are raped, people will be like, oh, then that's, that's a small percentage, right? But if I say one in a hundred, people think of that completely differently, even though it's the exact same number, right? And people, people just completely neglect the denominator of the fraction. If you mention the numerator to them. Mm. Well, so that's an and, example of it. And,
0: and saying that we're not saying that women don't suffer through that. They obviously of course do. Not, of course not. And I know women that have been through that. But just because I know that, I'm not going to frame it like oh all guys are pigs. No, that guy was a pig. The guy who did it. The the whole <laughs> all men like all men are these crazy rate uh not well, they even say racist. They put every insult in the book. Misogynist, uh, an abuser, no because i've I collect, never
1: i collect those labels like pokemon cards now
0: yeah well like pokemon cards fucking like, oh, like shit, this man. one another
1: abuse card, another like yeah exactly <laughs> oh no i'm a I'm, I'm a misogynist oh i couldn't tell i couldn't tell and no, I'm, I'm i don't hate women that's what misogynist means but yeah but the people i mean they'll call you a misogynist for anything they'll call you a misogynist for like saying women are weaker than that even though that's statistically true i mean i mean everyone knows that right right everyone knows It's just like you're you're not allowed to say things that are just obvious anymore there always has to be this kind of like statistical scientific justification for it mm-hmm. like oh where'd you get that you get it you get it in statistics that this that this fat liberal lady wrote in an inner college essay and like like dude <laughs> just look i mean if if this nonsense is allowed to continue for long enough we're going to have to have a statistical justification for saying the sky is blue. It's going to be Mm. blasphemy to call it blue. And it's going to be, it's going to be the science to call it red. If we, if we allow this to continue for much longer, it feels Uh like, cause like, it's just, you're not allowed to have common sense anymore. (laughs) It's this is the exact kind of, this is the exact kind of knowledge that's being denied to us. Mm. And that's been true for years. Yeah,
0: It's been true for years, and now it's being brought into question.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, it's been true for tens of thousands of years, in fact, yeah. for recorded history. You know, people have just known this. And now it's all of a sudden, well, what's the science on that say? there, There's more ways of finding truth than a, some kind of scientific controlled study. You can't have mm-hmm. a scientific controlled study for everything anyway. Right. Like, well, all the sociology shit is completely subjective, for example. like,
0: Yeah, it's... Um... It, it boggles my mind the most liberated generation that we've ever had apparently is also the most miserable
1: yeah there's a and,
0: correlation there
1: yes i 100 percent agree because you know when you liberate someone from something you're you're imposing a resp- an extra responsibility on them
2: mm-hmm.
1: for everything that you liberate them from and most people, unfortunately, I think, can't handle a lot of responsibility. This mm. is why historically we've, uh, and I talked about this before as well, I think, where I, uh, my, one of my favorite philosophers, Thomas Carlyle, growing mm. up in England in the, mid, in the mid-1800s was like, the, this, all this liberation that's going on, all of this like democracy and like decline of leadership, this isn't liberating people like a good way. This mm-hmm. is just this is just leaders shirking their responsibility to guide these people on the right path. Right. Because like th- and this go and this is like an enlightened thing, right? We have this conception of people as like these rational acting individuals who just go around like uh logically figuring things out for themselves <laughs> and like th- that's not true. People don't people aren't like this. <laughs> They're not these actors that just go around like me, like, hmm, what will I believe in today? Do I believe in uh, do I believe in the law of identity? Do I believe in blah, blah, blah? People aren't like that. People outsource a lot of their thinking to other, to society and to authorities. Mm-hmm. And this and this is something that our leaders through centuries of decline have essentially completely shrugged off. Oh, yeah, that like, it, it's um
0: the absence of responsibility and something to carry, like a, something stressful, something that's important, yes. the absence of that is causing chaos. Like the birth control pill, I think we touched on this on the, the other one that we attempted. Like, yeah, it's a good thing in some aspects, but ultimately what it did, the symptom of the birth control pill, there are more single mothers than there's ever been. Yes. More single mothers. Cause when you can pretty much, I know that doesn't make sense because birth control makes it where they don't have to have kids, but it's an all,
1: evolutionary mismatch is what it is.
0: Yeah. But it's birth control is not a hundred percent. And when they're so confident in the fact that that birth control will protect mm-hmm. them from preg- it won't protect them from pregnancy. They get pregnant by a dude that they don't really even like. And yeah. uh, he's a douche, whatever. Maybe they don't match up. And if they decide to keep that pregnancy, than their single mothers like no birth control is 100 percent unless you get your uh yeah hysterectomy fucking vasectomy mm-hmm. nothing's 100 but yeah they it when it was released it was made to believe that oh this i will never get pregnant not the case
1: and it has side effects it has like hormonal side effects in fact a lot mm-hmm. of the a lot of birth controls use the same chemicals uh chem- yeah i mean chemicals is the correct term but a lot of birth control pills use the same like chemicals and hormones that go into anabolic steroids for men mm-hmm. <laughs> to like oh, yeah. make them huge and jacked but
0: my and, uh like... my ex was on birth control and she got a mustache mm-hmm. she became more like aggressive not in a good yeah. way it uh, little small things became these huge fucking problems that were never problems before yeah. And I said, you're going to get off birth control. If I have to live with you, and this is the way it's going to make you, I don't want to deal with that. And if you want to keep taking it, cool. But it this is not working. It's it's changing your brain. It's it's yeah, making it, you act it different. it does.
1: And, and, you know, this is another thing, too. You're not allowed to be honest about that either. You're not allowed to even point out any possible negatives of the sexual revolution of birth control. We're just mm-hmm. designed to think we're just designed to believe in this myth of progress right the idea that today is always better than yesterday uh any any norm being destroyed is good because that's that's the oppressive past and we're always moving mm-hmm. forward into this into this beautiful uh utopian future where we're all free and, and then nothing bad's happening and this it's is never uh, going to happen yeah it, it's <laughs> never going to happen but the the problem is is that progress today is our god
0: Mm-hmm.
1: as you know as Nietzsche mentioned uh, as Nietzsche mentioned at the turn of the century you know uh, God is dead God died and we killed him right? right We we turned away from God and what happened was a lot of people died because mm-hmm. people were left meaningless people were left with nothing to turn to so they turned to all these violent humanist ideologies like fascism and communism and uh, the, the same thing is going to end up happening to us today because, and I mean, it's really funny, right? Because if you just go up to someone and tell them like, uh, tell them like, yeah, Yeah, you know, things are always progressing. Things are always get better. People believe it. People believe that this is happening. They'll believe that and they'll be completely fine with you saying that. But the second you tell them that like, and this is the God of modern society, they'll get super offended. They'll start calling you names. (laughs) Yeah, they'll start they'll start saying, no, no, I don't believe in any gods. I don't I'm an atheist. I believe in the science, blah, blah, blah. But that's not that's not the case. Mm -hmm. This is a belief that has really. um. I'm sorry I'm rambling here. No, but you're I guess good, man.
0: This is what I want.
1: Okay, good, good. I because want all now I all go. And th- what this really came from, this whole belief in infinite progress and infinite growth and blah, blah, blah. What this really came from was the Industrial Revolution. Mm. Because in every single human society before the Industrial Revolution, the graphs were like this. They were upwards. They were upwards, mm. usually, but they were linear society, social progress, technological progress, economic progress, all these things were linear and they moved rather slowly. But, uh, since the industrial revolution and since the enlightenment, really, um, the average economic growth rate, first of all, has been 3% compounding per year Mm -hmm. since
0: I remember that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And those, all of those graphs I mentioned went vertical, essentially they're going completely vertical. And this is something, that required massive, massive change in how people think, massive change in how people go about their lives. Because, I mean, in historically speaking, like think of a 1500s peasant who like lives with his parents and his grandparents in the same house. He can relate to his grandparents, right? Mm-hmm. He can relate to his grandparents. He can even relate to his leaders, but he can relate to his grandparents in a way that we can't even imagine today. Like my grandparents today, they can barely operate a television. And I'm here (laughs) with like two monitors and a phone with like a million gadgets in it, a phone that has more technology in it than the entire Titanic did. Yeah. And like, we're that's
0: mind blowing.
1: I know it really is because everything's exponentially growing. Everything is exploding at a rate that we can't handle, and so we develop these ideologies like progress to try and deal with that, to try and rationalize it. Mm-hmm. But it can't last forever.
0: Never. No, it's <laughs> it's like that. those those lines you're talking about, I look at them as like kind of a heartbeat on a monitor. Yeah, it's good oh, to man. have your heart beating, but if that motherfucker beats at 300 beats per minute, you're about to fucking die.
1: That's a good way of looking That's at it. That's not, yeah. It's
0: it's not good to constantly like you're peaking constantly. It's like with UFC fighters too. Like they can't train over their peak level because then they start to tear down. Things become more brittle. Things become more fragile. And with progress in life, it's the exact same thing. Like I, I like the life that I have. It's not cushy. I'm not a baller. I'm not a top G like Andrew Tate, (laughs) but I'm happy with my life. And I, 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 I want more, but I'm not willing to speed up the process by doing something that's unhealthy, mm-hmm. or that's not necessary. It's a slow burn. Life is a slow motherfucking burn, and when you try to just yes. light all the fireworks at once, because you want all the hot, fiery passion, and you want the excitement, it's not going to happen. It's
1: like, it's like you're not even allowed to talk about what's going to happen 10 years from now anymore. Oh, no. But like like what these women, for example, who like spend their 20s, like pulling themselves out to dudes, like getting, getting wasted, going to parties, not getting married, focusing on their careers, blah, blah, blah. We're not even allowed to sit, to, to sit them down and ask them. So what's your life going to look like when you're 60, when you're 70, are you just going to be alone in your house with, without any kids and no one to, no one to care for you? They no get one so loves pissed you? at that. When you say that I've
0: said that before to them and they get pissed. Mm-hmm. They get fucking pissed because you're not gonna be 21 forever. It's not gonna happen. It can't.
1: Know, and we're and we're selling them. And and really, you can hardly blame them because they're being sold this lie by everything. Mm-hmm. Like back to the discussion of leaders, we were talking about our leaders is applying them with this essentially mental pathogen, this mental poison that tells them you can be like this forever. You can ride, you can walk on this hedonic treadmill until the day you die and nothing bad's going to happen. And we'll extend your life as long as possible, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's dumb. I hate that. Like, uh, I wanted to live for a very long time. Fucking put me in the ground at 60. I don't care if my heart's still working. Fucking, no, I'm just joking. No, but like, the extension of everything, everything has to end. At at some point, progress, life, even bad things. Bad things eventually end as well. But things have gotten so good. I, we're not saying good things bad. No, but it, you have to take it in portions. You can't have everything all at once. Why do you think these actors who become millionaires overnight and they get hundreds of millions of dollars, they get all this attention, why do they fucking break down? You find them in a ditch somewhere in Hollywood Hills. It's because they burn too quick.
1: Yeah. Like it, it's, it's kind of like a star, right? Like the mm-hmm. hotter a star burns, the faster it burns out,
0: yeah, and it happens all and, and not every single time. There's people that have turned their lives around and stuff, but they still have to deal with the the overwhelming amount of eyes on them, articles being written about them. They have to deal with that for the rest of their lives. like yeah, that I never exactly. want to be famous. I rather have ten thousand loyal motherfuckers that want to listen to me, and that it that be it. I never want to blow up. Uh, mm-hmm. It sounds nice, but I don't think me mentally, I could take the stress that, say, a Joe Rogan gets or a fucking Andrew Schultz gets.
1: Or or an Andrew Tate.
0: <laughs> Andrew Tate. Fuck, he's, he seems to be handling it pretty well. I don't know. Maybe his brain That's was true. formed differently. Um, I, I fucking I mean, love that an Andrew Tate. I agree.
1: Yeah,
0: I fucking love that guy. I There's people, even in my life, saying, oh, he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, I never said he wasn't.
1: He's um, living in people like that's head. is rent-free, by the way.
0: And the whole uh, the sex trafficking thing was debunked already. That's and, what you know, I figured, yeah. You've, you've had podcasts like H3 and all these other places selling that, like telling it like it was the truth. It wasn't. He got, Yeah, these
1: were like, I mean, we can discuss the ethics of like taking 18, 19-year-old women and flying them over and like, and like doing this stuff with them, but they weren't taken against their will. They weren't trafficked. They did agree to it, you know?
0: Yeah. It wasn't like they just found out and like, oh no, it literally, He what does he run? He runs a sex camera operation.
1: Yeah. He runs here. And, and to be, to be clear, I am no fan of that. I think that's horrible for society, but yeah. it's,
0: but, but okay. Why is it wrong to do that when a man is the one that is above it all? Like, we're mm-hmm. we're good with independent, well, I'm not saying we, but people in society are good society. with women. Oh, if they're posting it themselves, they're producing it, that's fine. Why is it not okay for Andrew Tate to capitalize on the same thing?
1: And to be honest, women don't, this isn't something women really want at the end of the day. They don't like, like, uh they, they don't, they don't like selling out their bodies for money and like not not being with a man who emotionally supports them and having all these like fake fans like yeah it feels good for a little bit but it's like it's fake right Mm -hmm. and and what what really characterize what really uh what really personifies this is on twitter i think this was last year on the trending tab there was one trend that was talking about how sex work is liberating for women and then right below it, there was another trend talking about how sex work is degrading toward women. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like they're trying to be sold this lie that it's like some liberating thing, just like just like telling them that going out and like working for a corporate, like and for like a corporate conglomerate was like some freeing thing in the 60s and 50s.
0: Fucking 60. wasn't
1: no, it wasn't Jesus
0: Christ, it wasn't.
1: And they're being sold all of these lies that that at the same time they're trying to conform to them and they're trying to they're they're trying to act act them out, mm-hmm. you know. And but at the same time they're miserable at them, and so they can't really make up their minds. And we're pressuring them in so many different directions. And it's just it's a shame, really. And
0: none of us are asking for them to do this stuff. None of us. Well, the the whole OnlyFans thing is like, well, there's a, a demand for it. Yeah, from fucking weirdos, like yeah. from guys that are not. Satisfied completely. Like when I first got divorced, I wasn't having any like promising aspects of getting laid. So yeah, I subscribed to a couple of OnlyFans girls. And when I, this is when I realized how fucking much of a loser I was. I had no picture, had nothing that defined who I was. Mm -hmm. And then they would send me these messages Oh my God, you're so hot. I need you so much right now. I'm like, Bitch, I don't have a fucking picture.
1: that bad.
0: It's that bad.
1: How? i didn't know they did all that that's no they that's they really will message
0: you they will message wow. you and say um for 15 dollars, i made this video just for you in parentheses for everyone fucking else wow and if you give me this 15 is... like and i was like prostitution
1: that is so parasitic that's so this is, and then i that's immediately so...
0: deleted my my subscriptions i unsubscribed and then i deleted it and i was like i looked at myself i'm like you're a fucking loser man you really wow. went that fucking low. Wow. And I was like, never fucking again. I swore off of pornography. I swore off of OnlyFans. I was That's like, good. if the only way you're going to get satisfaction from a woman is if she's in front of you in person. That's the only yeah, time it's ever going to happen. This is,
1: I've learned to get high off my own supply. You know, this is why I write so much furry porn and draw it all the time. Because <laughs> 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 I get high off my own supply now. In fact, I used to get paid to write it for other people. I made like $2,000 in a year doing that shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like one guy, God,
0: What one, am I guy doing wanted to get,
1: one guy wanted porn of him getting fucked by his teddy bear. paid me 80 bucks for that. He wanted a sequel to it too, so another eighty bucks for it. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Fucking
0: Jesus! <laughs>
1: Damn! <laughs> Fucking shit!
0: I don't know, like, dude, there's just some weird people out there. But if they're willing yeah, to pay, no. like, how, Why? Like, again, that's a. It sounds like I'm defending OnlyFans. If you want to do OnlyFans, whatever. But you, then once it you find out that it's unfulfilling, that you gave a part of yourself to someone yeah. like you don't think it's a big deal when you're in your 40s or 50s you are going to look back at that and say what the fuck did i do and i yeah. said do very weird i do
1: and we're not allowed to talk about those consequences anymore like we've said it, it's not
0: it's not sustainable like the money is fucking no, good it's, it's fucking tempting i would be lying if i was a woman and didn't get tempted by the idea oh i could make a hundred thousand dollars a month selling my ass but the thing is most of the women on there are not making that kind of money. They're making 80 extra bucks a month.
1: No, exactly. And that's the thing too, is that they're devalued they're because you know, supply and demand, you know, says that the more women that do this, the less the less uh the less they're going to make because the market's being flooded and and really uh and and we're starting to see it now, you know, mm-hmm. even now like men are men are having a lot less sex, even with even with hookup culture. Like as Mm -hmm. it is, men are having less sex. There's a sex recession.
0: (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Biden.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you know this is literally what they call it. And it's like, this is really the what the I, I don't like calling it that. You know, this is this is the point we've gotten to now where we're talking about we're we're economizing sex, like with supply and demand economics. Like this is a horrible thing. And this is this is really what happens when, like, societal standards on sex are deconstructed. They just go in, they just become economized. Like, they don't mm. go away.
0: Oh, yeah. Prostitution is illegal in most states, but as long as the government's getting a piece of that production value, it's completely fine. Yes. As long as there's a camera in the room and you're making money from it and you're paying your taxes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's like, what really makes zero sense to me.
0: Nah, it makes zero sense. I mean, it makes well, sense it to does, the government. It makes
1: sense for the government. It makes yeah. sense for the system because it wants taxes from you. But
0: And again, like if that's what you want to do, cool. Awesome. But with that, when you do something as taboo, well, it's not even taboo anymore. But once you do yeah, something like that, people are going to judge you. The one thing that bothers me the most is that you'll have these po- uh, porn stars that will have sex with a chair stool and then a guy says oh you're so fucking hot I wish I was that chair then she <laughs> screams stop sexualizing me
1: bitch <laughs>
0: you are fucking sexualizing yourself on on the uh,
1: leg of the chair and then they'll gaslight you too they'll be like oh you're the one making it sexual yeah yeah they- <laughs> they'll gaslight you into it they'll be like
0: you what know you just do- like
1: it's just like the whole Oh, sorry. You, no, you no, talk. you're fine.
0: When you do something, say you're cooking a burger,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then someone says, oh, wow, this is a tasty burger. Stop objectifying <laughs> my cooking skills. Stop judging my cooking skills, even though you're saying something positive. What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Yeah, yeah, that's What it. the fuck?
1: And it's like, yeah, it's, it's literally gaslighting. Ah you know they're they're doing these sexual things and then they're it's the same thing with like when they were putting drag queens in front of kids Mm -hmm. earlier this year they are like and a bunch of people were complaining about it because you know it's it's putting sexual shit in front of children they're like oh it's not sexual you're the one making it sexual what are you some kind of pervert and it's like well no no because you're like exposing your tits and you're like dressing in all these all these like uh Multicolored wigs and stuff clearly designed to attract to be attracted to children and then you're going out and you're dancing in front of them you're exposing your body and and you're calling me the pervert for that
0: and most drag queens are against that i have seen video after video of drag queens saying this is fucking dumb these are for adults Mm -hmm. these drag shows are for adults they're mostly held in nightclubs they were held in nightclubs for years Mm. And it for men who are into that, they're like, these men are fucking animals. They are deviants. And then you want to show that to kids, they're not cool with that. Now they're lumped in with the ones that are brave enough, quote unquote brave enough, to do that in (laughs) front of kids. Like if a a kid wants to grow up and be a drag queen, cool. Don't expose them to it though. Mm -hmm. Don't show the kid that. Don't show them that. Like, yeah, people will like children grow up and eventually and have sex and have their own kids, right? You don't have to introduce kids to sex for that to happen. It's a natural <clears throat> thing. It's programmed in our body, whatever we're going to become, yeah, that's going to happen natural. But if you put influences like sexual shit or drag queen shit, it's going to alter their brain chemistry. It's going to create new routes in their brain, new connections. And then yeah. it, it, defines who they are later on in life you know and i mean let people make their own choices don't expose kids to shit that early i fucking hate that shit
1: well i don't know let let people make their own choices is kind of a loaded term for me because it goes back you know it goes back to the like leaders and the the leader talk we we're having earlier well and the fact right that yeah i have an obligation to guide people and I think to some extent, I mean, society is designed as a giant social conditioning mechanism, right?
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: always right. going to be something that's pushed onto people or something that people are kind of led down by societies. Right. It's just, there's always going to be some form of social conditioning for people if they live in a society, not like out in the woods somewhere. The The question is just, is the social conditioning going to lead them how to be lead like happy, fulfilling lives? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to push them into you know being drag queens and stuff
0: <laughs> well I think there's an, there's what should be pressed and what should be present are things that are necessities. Being a drag queen is not a necessity for the masses. It's not a utility that will grant you more well if you have it as a career but it won't it doesn't change the main issue of life, which is you know being healthy, making right. it pretty well financially um it doesn't those things are unnecessary to put on kids like responsibility that's a necessary thing to put on kids teaching them how to be responsible how to clean their room how to be respectful to people those are necessities um and and, i mean
1: i think i think growing up and getting married and having kids is a necessity as well because mm -hmm. that's how society continues itself
0: (laughs) well the other thing too it's like the when you say that, you get pushback. You're you like, well, what if I don't want to have kids? Okay. But in general, it's yeah, good and... to have children. It's good to settle down with one person, have some kids, keep the species going. They push yeah, against it think... like teenagers. Mm-hmm. They, that's what they and do. I think
1: if you don't want to have kids, then you have an obligation to not push that lifestyle on other people. And you have an obligation to make it more comfortable for other people to have kids.
0: Right. Like why do you, why do you need other people to validate your life choice?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. Like I don't need anyone telling me that have kids, oh you need to have kids. Well I was fucking planning that anyway. Like who gives a shit? But I don't press that on other people, but I think it's it's an ultimate good to have children eventually. Mm-hmm. You you if as long as you're a competent person, I don't want drug addicts and fucking idiots having kids. I definitely yeah. don't want them. That that's the reason why our society is dwindling because a bunch of fucking idiots had kids. Um,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I think we were talking about that in California. Like none of the people in the Silicon Valley are reproducing.
1: Yes, that yes. blows that, my that's fucking mind. Thing. Um, yeah. And this this is a thing that that uh this is a thing that psychologists, well, uh, not non PC psychologists, have been ca- catching on to for a while. Is that cities are And like these super productive, like economic hubs are IQ shredders. Yeah, because because they they're like these economic centers that attract all of these high IQ individuals to come in and work for them. And these these cities are essentially designed to not be kid friendly. Right. They're bland. They're boring. They're extremely long work hours. And so it attracts all of the high IQ genetically gifted people to them. And then they go work there. They suppress their fertility to like 1.1 or whatever it is. Right. And they don't have kids. And then their genes die out. And instead, we approach the world of idiocracy, right? Where all of the low IQ people are the ones are the ones reproducing. And this is a very, this is once again, thing, something characteristic of the industrial revolution mm-hmm. and post-industrial revolution is that, because before then, uh the high iq people were the ones having the most kids because they were the ones with the resources to care for the kids uh they were they were leaders right they were the leaders um and things like that Mm -hmm. but when you get to the industrial revolution um all of those of that that in uh oh my gosh that that relation completely inverts itself Mm -hmm. the captains of industry for example aren't the ones having kids because they're always working they're always uh they're always expending all of their energy doing these other things, right. and so you get. Uh, I, I believe there, there's this one psychologist I listened to named the Jolly Heretic, is what he calls himself. He's British, so that that's my that's minus points for him. But <laughs> it's he has some good
0: quitters, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you fucking surrenderers. I love you, Maddie. If you're listening to this, I love you, bro.
1: You love what? a British person?
0: Yeah, I know. Oh we can God. still be friends i you know okay we can you have to look past that
1: you yeah, intolerant okay, piece of fine. shit that's fair that's fair i guess you can <laughs> you can look past it as long as you're
0: as it's just one you're... it's just one british guy yeah okay you know
1: okay i i can deal with it <laughs> i can deal with that i won't call you uh i won't call you a traitor for that but... i'm not a
0: british cuck okay
1: <laughs> but um but yeah, what he says is that the average IQ of society was essentially increasing all throughout the Middle Ages and up until the 1860s. Right. And then it started going down. And this is the reason for that. And you know, this has serious implications that mm-hmm. no one once again wants to talk about. And you know, I, I mentioned this last time as well, is that this, this thing that we've done this industrial revolution, this progress, this uh, explosion of economic growth may be a candidate for the great filter. Mm -hmm.
0: I remember you talking about that.
1: Yes. And the great filter is this idea that there's some unifying reason. There's some like unified reason as to why we don't see like sprawling space-faring civilizations um, throughout our galaxy, right? Something happens there's something characteristic to life that keeps it from going interplanetary that keeps it from expanding past a certain point and this may very well be it this explosion of technological growth that happens that we simply cannot uh, cope with mm-hmm. and eventually it collapses in on itself and we go back to fucking being beating sticks together in kate i don't think it's gonna go that far
0: but well, i think i presented that theory to you like the yes you pyramid- Like, I think there was this technocracy of, like, things that we can't can't even fathom. Something that we might have similar now, but I I think that's how civilizations go. Like, they get really technically savvy. They have too much of it. All the idiots that lived underneath everything came out and like, "Mm Okay, I guess I built that. I forgot I did that. And then slowly (laughs) everything goes back. And I think that's how society resets all the time. I mean, if the world is billions of years old, mm-hmm. like there's had to been almost a, un an unmeasurable amount of societies that have lived and died that are buried that we don't even know about. Um, yeah. I hope it doesn't happen in my lifetime though. I rather, I hope I'm six feet under <laughs> when everything goes to shit. Um, and then again, someone listening to that could be like, well, well then why do you want to have kids? Their kids are going to have kids and you're leaning. Yeah, but I'm never going to meet them.
1: Yeah, and I mean, people you know? say go to shit. <laughs> people say go to shit, but you know, this is something that philo- that uh John Michael Greer, who's a he's a theorist on like civilizational cycles and collapse and he's actually a druid. He like lives a druidic life. He has like a computer he assembled in a junkyard and like uses extremely little power and like lives off chickens and farms and all that. Like a very agrarian lifestyle basically. Damn. But what he says is that you know people want to have this sorry people want to have this apocalyptic view of things right Mm -hmm. they want to think it's going to be like the walking dead or like that show revolution where all the technology suddenly disappeared Mm -hmm. like they want to believe that it's just going to be this one big collapse and then it's all going to be over and we can go back to like uh and we can just go back to living the simpler life but Unfortunately, that's not what's going to happen. Mm-mm. What's going to happen is we're at this airplane at twenty thousand feet, right? Mm-hmm. And we are about that airplane is about to start going down, and there's no stopping that. But it's not going to go down instantly. It's going to start falling and falling and falling, and things are going to start getting worse and worse, like gradually, like we're, like for example, what we're seeing with gas prices, mm-hmm. right? A uh, food chain. Uh, Uh, sorry food supply chain issues Mm -hmm. we're gonna start seeing that happen more and more like cracks are gonna start showing in society yeah and eventually we're gonna be we're gonna be back to like 1860s level technology and we're not even gonna we're not even gonna like realize that we've gotten there no
0: it's It's just gonna gonna be be like what the fuck happened that's what it's gonna be like
1: yeah, and this is because the current elites that we have, you know, they're bureaucrats and they rely on things being big and complex and things getting better all the time. And so they're never going to acknowledge that some things, are, things are going wrong and that they're losing control. They, they want to keep things as big and complex. And so they're never going to admit that like, yeah, you know, we're going to have to cut back here. We're going to have to stop producing this so that we can be sustainable. No, 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 no. It has to keep growing. Right. Has, everything has to keep growing. And this is this is something that happened for like example in Rome, where like centuries, mm. centuries after historians like agree that the Roman Empire fell, you can still find letters between Roman aristocrats like acting like it's still around, like <laughs> like mailing each other and they and it's funny, like they're so unaware of what's happening. Like they're they're like oh they're like, oh sorry this letter got to you so late. Uh turns out the guy who was mailing the letter got mugged on the road and the roads crumbling and things are just uh, <laughs> they like they treated these things like a minor inconvenience oh they're so. living in denial yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's it's complete God. denial of reality and this is how a lot of civilizations end up going i think ours is going to go to go this way as well except, so so yeah. what
0: you're saying is the amish have it right
1: I am saying that actually.
0: Yeah. And, and I wasn't even being facetious. I learned that word yesterday. I'm not even being facetious with you. I think they have it right. Cause when they shit do. goes down, where are we going to fucking go? I'm probably going to go to the Amish. I'll grow. A, I already have kind of an Amish beard. You know, I don't
1: know if they accept black people there.
0: Uh, They will. Well, you're light skinned. Yeah. Just say, I just say, this is a tan from working really hard outside. And they'd be like, well, don't you know? And then they'll accept you. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, honestly, I've considered I've considered trying to become Amish before because, you know, they're they do have it right. They they're what happens when you look around and you look at all these technologies and you choose consciously to reject them. Mm -hmm. And that's the strongest immunization you can have against this kind of thing is choosing to. And they're I mean, they're one of the only groups in America that have a crazy high birth rate. It's like four point four or something, Mm -hmm. which is. Which is like almost triple uh, the American average. Well, can, I think like, they can do things like build huge barns in a day. It's like that they Family have...
0: Guy episode. He, he keeps bazookas and machine guns tearing down the barn house, and the Amish just build it in like 30 seconds. Yeah. And it's nothing. Yeah. They're, it's... they're a condition. They're actual machines. I don't think, I mean, in the sense of you being but in a machine, a good way. yeah, in a good way, like you're a machine like an Amish person, but. I don't know if they would accept you because you look like the physical physical of uh, Rumspringa. I don't is think
1: that
0: Rumspringa is, do you know this about the Amish?
1: No. I okay.
0: So the Amish, they let the, their youth go out into the world and just oh, fucking oh, that. sin. Okay. Yeah. And they, they rock out with their cogs out and they, I don't know the term for a woman. I'm, I guess I'm sexist. I can't find something funny for a woman to say. But they let them go do this shit, and they, most of them come back. That's the funny thing. They yeah. don't stay out in the world. They don't keep with the fun. They're like, um, actually, I have conviction, and I, I know that family and, and my community matters more than my innermost desires. I yes. used to make fun of the Amish. dude. I love the fucking Amish.
1: I and love Amish to people. reject that is like, once again, if you choose to reject that, you're immunized for life, essentially you've chosen you said i'm never going back to that
0: yeah but that's the thing they're not being forced they their family lets them go they they fund the trips they let them go have fun and, and be wild but they're like if you decide to come back you have to stay and if yep. you don't want to come back that's fine we love you but you can't live in our our village whatever it is that's not forcing anything they a lot of people want to say amish is very uh oppressive and uh, no they give people the opportunity to change their lifestyle but they always come back mm-hmm. that says something when given it the option
1: yeah
0: i love the amish people i love their butter
1: yeah i think it's getting harder and harder for people to make fun of them and like deny them as things get worse and worse on the outside you know it's
0: like <laughs> oh i'm having so much fun i'm on a yacht and i just did a bunch exactly. of molly two guys just railed me i don't even know their names my life is so great <laughs>
1: yes exactly
0: my life is so fucking awesome no
1: oh my you, gosh you, man my you life a is pig on a
0: roast for 30 minutes
1: yeah that doesn't make your life good Oh, my, my life is so much better than those silly Amish people. Cause I, I, know. Cause I get to go to work for 40 hours a week for an employer that I'm tied to purely for purely for necessity reasons, instead of, you know, by bonds of friendship or love, you know, I get to shoot. I get to watch the latest Marvel movies. <laughs> I get to collect bobbleheads, man. My life is so Cooking much better. than those people. Back like, there. <laughs> you're, you're getting fewer and pe- fewer people saying that nowadays. Like there's this feeling of dread mm-hmm. that is like kind of ever present nowadays. Like if you just go around and talk to people, there you'll be like, What are your plans? For, what are your plans for the future? And they'll be like, Oh, well, maybe I'll have kids, maybe I'll get married, and then I'll just work until I'm sixty and then I'll die. Like mm. it's just there's this growing feeling of dread and that things are starting to come come apart and come to an end.
0: It's like the would it be Romanians? That's different than Rome. I was homeschooled, so I really don't know. But it's like the people in Rome that still think it's still going very well and it's not yeah. and they're yeah, the earth, in denial yeah. and if again if this is the best time to be alive even though oppression and patriarchy um if it's this is the best time to be alive like i said in the beginning why are people so fucking miserable they have no fucking meaning they have nothing they're not holding any weight of responsibility yes they they think that responsibility is just too hot to hold and they want to set it down and just let me be me no if you want to live a good life you have to carry some shit you have to carry some form of of responsibility.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is what happens when you put like technocrats and scientists in charge of anything. They completely neglect anything else but like these facts and figures, these statistics,
0: but- I can give you a direct correlation why automation is bad, okay? So my job, we mostly use robots now. There's almost little to no human interaction with what we used to make. Mm -hmm. And I was in shape. Uh, my legs still look like Michael Jordan's tumors. Um, they're very good, but when I stopped being physical at my job, that's when my weight started gaining, and I started being a little bit less healthy because I wasn't. There's no incentive for me to move. I sit down every day at work. Like mm-hmm. I can't even go walk around. I am stuck in this metal cubicle, watching product go by, making this good enough, making sure it's good enough to go to sell wow so i've seen the direct co- correlation within myself that my job got easier i begged for my job to be easier i used to walk 15 miles per day back and forth on a stacker wow and but i was in the best shape of my fucking life
1: i bet yeah
0: i was fucking awesome i hated it but that's the thing it's n- you're not supposed to enjoy everything in life you're not supposed to be happy all the time you have to have some fucking struggle you have to do something difficult That's why um, I'm so fucking stoked that I'm going to the gym, doing push-ups. Even in my bedroom, I'll just do push-ups for a bit until I get tired. I'm forcing myself to struggle because my life has been really easy for a good while. Um, So I I get it. It's a good thing to feel good. But like we were saying before, that constant all the time, eventually, one, it's not even going to be good enough. You're going to get too bored. Now let me try meth. Yes, Um, exactly. Let me have a threesome with guys that I'll never meet again. Yeah. That's what happens.
1: And, you know, this is another kind of thing that characterizes modernity, right, is this kind of a reversal of means and ends where economic growth and like uh, I don't want to say progress, but like economic economic growth, economic prosperity Mm -hmm. is used to be a means to an end. It used to be a means to a human end, you know, it Mm -hmm. would serve some kind of purpose. But now that's been completely flipped on its head.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, I agree. And now we're, wait, did I say this already? I don't remember, but
0: (laughs) you're saying it differently. But sometimes with these motherfuckers, you have to repeat the same shit until it gets in their fucking heads.
1: Yeah, but now now we're pursuing pleasure as an end in itself. We're pursuing prosperity and growth as an end in itself instead of, a, instead of as a means. And this is what mm. characterizes modernity, is means and ends reversing.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. But now like, we're the means.
0: People don't understand, like, means to an end. End means end. Like, it will stop. Like, yeah. eventually, when you're burning at both ends and getting Eiffel Towered on a yacht... That's fun for a, that's fun for a bit but eventually you get old and decrepit. What did that action do to better your life to make exactly. your life more easy when you're 60? Cuz I'm pretty sure if you're being Eiffel Towered on a yacht, you're going to have some joint problems and when you're old, when that shit calcifies, you're going to be in fucking pain. So yeah. everything's good in the moment. No one wants to think about the end because the end is fucking coming.
1: And the end is scary.
0: It is. And that's, that's the thing is too. They justify it like, oh, I'm going to die one day so I better enjoy life the way it is. It's not going to happen in an instant. It's, you're not going to blink and then you're going to be dead. You're going to feel the, the stress that you put your body through, the mental stress you put your body through. Everything has a reaction. Every action has a reaction so it's
1: probably why the suicide rate's so high because oh i wouldn't like,
0: fucking doubt it
1: yeah why at did it
0: skyrocket part. when things got easier
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah at least in part it's because make
0: it make sense
1: it doesn't yeah make sense. It's at least in part because people are um it's it's like you said people don't want to deal with the harsh reality that they've essentially ruined their lives mm-hmm. from doing a lot of these things
0: but when i was suicidal i had no meeting. I had no meaning. Yep. I was just, I was living for myself. I was wanting to, you know, get by in life by the skin of my teeth. I didn't want I didn't want to do anything to progress in, in a healthy way. I just wanted to be satisfied all the time. And then eventually it wasn't enough anymore. And I wanted more and couldn't access more because I didn't build my life up where I could get more. I was just, I was happy in that moment. And literally listening to Jordan Peterson save my fucking life. I don't care who fucking hates him. If you hate him, you can lick my ball sack when it's dirty. I love Jordan Peterson.
1: They hate him because he's encouraging men to take up some kind of responsibility. and. Oh, God forbid.
0: God forbid a Canadian tell you to clean your fucking room, you dirty bitch. God yeah, fucking just, forbid.
1: Yeah, it's just they they hate... They hate the idea of men, like, taking charge and taking responsibility and taking control of their lives and their energy and their and their finances because, I mean, that makes them harder to control.
0: Not only that, it's very attractive. I don't know where women stop finding that attractive. That's hot as hell for a man to be like that. No, but now they pretend.
1: Yeah, they pretend. They
0: pretend they, pretend. they like these um, oh my god like i eat an impossible whopper because i'm very socially aware of animals and i want i don't want them to feel yeah. pain and they you nerf the world you dull every sharp edge and you get uh bill mars said it now i don't agree with him all the time but he said uh we live in a world of emotional hemophiliacs mm-hmm. that just the slightest thing that makes them uncomfortable they bleed and no one women pretend they want a guy like that that that's really in touch with their emotions to an extent. Um, they want this just like a guy that's pretty much standing like this all the time. Not like you with your shoulders back and you're fucking like proud. They yeah, want these yeah, They like want these this, shriveled like, up. Like, mm-hmm. So are we going to go see the new Thor 11 Thunder movie? Are you, bringing, <laughs> are you bringing your friend that you're secretly fucking behind me? Um, because he's very masculine like, it pisses me off. There's, and they don't
1: want it either. That's the thing.
0: I used to think...
1: They're lying to themselves and men when they say that.
0: I thought having feminine qualities would get me somewhere in life. No, it fucking didn't. Like, I mean, they'll,
1: they'll get you a position as a third wheel. Mm-hmm. They'll get you
0: that. Well, like, Jordan Peterson even says that he has some feminine traits. Like the, mm-hmm. But it's like, nothing that's a detriment... Uh, uh, what's the word? Detriment... To his masculinity. Like he's very caring of people. He's very attentive. He listens. You know that's a very feminine trait. You know. To be interested in people. Right. And he, he has that about himself. But that doesn't. Overshadow his masculine. There's a. There was someone who was complaining about his. Definition of chaos and order. And that the chaos was always. Described as something feminine.
1: I think that's true.
0: And. I I can't remember exactly. I don't want to speak on it without being fully educated, but that's how it's been described throughout the years. Not even just Greek mythology and fucking Disney movies. Like, who is the main villain in almost every Disney movie? A woman. I think even the fucking whale. The whale in fucking Pinocchio was female, I think. Really? Some shit. Hold on. I've
1: never thought of that before.
0: I'm bringing out... Yeah, like... There's a correlation. I guess Ursula.
1: Ursula is a best example.
0: Yeah, fucking. Uh, Corella Deville, the fucking That's stepmother in uh, Cinderella. Gothel
1: from uh, Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. Cinderella?
0: Uh, was Moro the whale. I can't fucking
1: spell. Girl. And chaos can be good as long as it's kept in its proper place.
0: Let's see. Yeah, good girl. I was fucking right fuck yeah yeah
1: and and you know the i mean the chaotic kind of nature of women is it can be good for societies sometimes you know it can be good because you know if things get too orderly and things get things start to stagnate and they get brittle and they get too uh too like tyrannical that can happen with Mm -hmm. too much order although
0: let me get into my hold on i brought a a new character for you i hope it doesn't make you hate me forever this is why i kind of wore the beanie (laughs) Hold on.
1: Is this like average Marvel fan character here? No, this
0: is male feminist character. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Let me make sure I'm aesthetically pleasing to the women. Yeah. So yeah. I know you're saying that you're saying that women are chaotic, but if you did not know, uh, men cause all the wars, bitch. We went to fucking war to protect women.
1: And we go to yeah, we go to war over women. Like most most monarchical <laughs> wars in like the throughout the middle ages were over women they're over like marriage or or like a woman i mean even um during the napoleonic wars actually i think it was austrians yeah it was austria it was austria's emperor or king um his wife hated napoleon and like basically basically uh, convinced him to go to war
0: <laughs> jesus christ was he the short, <laughs> guy? short man complex what napoleon was he the short guy yes he was a cock he was he was I'm a just, cock no i'm just playing mean... i'm playing I'm uh the man like, the like man ice conquered cream. europe four times in a row i like his ice cream okay no that's no, neapolitan, <laughs>
2: neapolitan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wasn't it the neapolitan wars where they were like it was the war over ice cream who had the best ice cream flavor and they all came together and all decided just to
1: put it in the same box and Napoleon wasn't too terrible. I'm not
0: really educated on Napoleon. I was homeschooled. Okay. We learned about Jesus, which is good. That's a good thing. I
1: mean, the short version is after the French Revolution, when they overthrew King Louis Sixteenth, they overthrew their monarch. Uh, there were these 10 years of what they called the reign of terror, where it was just complete chaos in the streets. No leaders, street gangs running everything. And then Napoleon was a uh, was a general. Mm. And he rose up and basically took command of France and after taking command of France, he, uh, he was actually one of the first, a, a lot of our laws, a lot of our legal systems are based off of Napoleon, for example. Damn. Uh, yeah, he, he invented the Napoleonic code, which was like a uh, kind of revolutionary for its time. It like described, uh, rights and like he gave universal suffrage to a lot of people, which I don't like, but, uh, <laughs> he, uh,
2: he <laughs> don't um, like
1: <laughs> but after it. that napoleon was this massive was a massive military success i mean he essentially bullied all of europe he he fought four massive wars with all the major european powers four times in a row beat them every time
0: damn <laughs> i need to watch not... a documentary about this guy i've always seen him like i feel like a fucking idiot i've always seen like the pictures of him being a short guy he was short uh but like something something bad about him that's all I've ever heard is something I bad mean,
1: yeah I mean because they bring up like oh he started all the war he started all these wars but like he was a conqueror
0: that's just that's how societies just were built at the time it was yeah. a it was a grab thing grabbing as much land and territory as possible it's a symptom yeah, a of conqueror. having weapons it's a symptom of having more weapons and more power um i don't know it's like i get it like wouldn't wouldn't it be great if all societies didn't weren't built on war it would be nice but i don't think we would be where we are right now fuck i don't even know if we would have computers
1: well it's every society it's like in a world of pacifists it only takes one non-pacifist to rule the world right and if every society believes in its, uh, if every society doesn't believe in itself and doesn't want to go to war to protect itself, and one society does, that society conquers the world. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. in a state of in a state of nature, you cannot deny that you know war, conquest, uh, these are just natural parts of society.
0: Mm-hmm. Even when we didn't have all these weapons and fucking and, and China, the fucking shit going on there in Japan, they didn't have. AR 15s They didn't have all this shit, uh, mm-hmm. but they still went to war. There, there was still a lot of wars happening. Um, but I, but I do want to tell you this. I am a pacifist. I will pass my fist <laughs> through your fist. No, but no. Good, I, good. I think a lot of people want to complain about these things that happen, but they have benefited. Like there's echoes of their, there's benefits from what happened back then.
1: And like, think about it was terrible, this. but the only reason. That that doesn't happen anymore is because America has conquered the world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's because we it's because we ru- essentially rule the world that we don't have these big wars anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's why we get made fun of too. It's like the the nerds who will like make fun of the all star football guy. Like oh my God, yeah. when a no, fucking it, it is, yeah, no, they make fun of us because we, we wreck your shit.
1: Yeah, we, we'll we wrecked wreck your shit. shit. We destroyed, we fucking single-handedly destroyed all of Europe. We bailed Britain out from becoming a Nazi state. We fucking and this is yeah, why
0: Yeah, that we deserve a thanks for that. I would think. But then yeah, we're we're called the most uh anti-Semitic racist country.
1: I mean for this. Yeah, thing. I, mean, I mean, we're the reason that Germany is like one of the most leftist sterilized countries on earth now, because after we overthrew Hitler, we went in there and we like we essentially, like, we completely overhauled everything. I mean, at that time, America was more Nazi than Germany was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we, that was the most ridiculous, like, cucking of a society that's ever happened in history. Like, yeah. we, we, we dissolved schools. We fired a bunch of people. We fired countless people. We completely yeah. overhauled German society after the war, basically.
0: I mean, and... I wasn't there, but I will take response. I will take credit for it. You know, <laughs> I, I am the product of that happening. You know, eventually my ancestors got together because of that. Yeah. I Hell mean, fucking yeah.
1: But I guess the central point is like people today have the privilege mm-hmm. to complain about war and conquest and violence because their ancestors put in the grunt work mm-hmm. doing those things. To where it doesn't have to be necessary anymore.
0: Like spoiled kids. Mom, you're grounding me from my phone. This is a fucking prison. I was talking about this earlier. Not to get off in this. Well, I am going to get off on another tangent. It's like, you know women who complain about men being horny all the time? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you are allowed to complain. Well, not allowed. You do complain about that because you have an overabundance of access to it. Yes. When your cup is overflowing, yeah, of course you're going to be like, oh, I'm getting fucking wine on the rug. But there's men yeah. with their chalices out going up to people. Can you put some more pussy my in there? My cup runneth over. Governor, governor, can you put pussy in my cup? I have no pussy, <laughs> sir. And they don't, they just want, and uh, I was, I don't know if you saw the video. It was saying that I think men if they are in relationships where they're dealing with a sexless partner, like they're not getting anything, if they want it to work with them, just make yourself less available. Act yes. Like you're not, even if you've had the communications, go do your own shit. If you're too available to a woman, she's going to get so comfortable and content. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, well, he's not changing his, how he's treating the habit it becomes a habit like why do i have to do this now he's uh, he's going to do this regardless if i do this or not yeah when they become complacent and i've had women say you're manipulating you're coercing women no it says more about it says more about a woman who finally wants to have sex with her partner once he acts like he's not interested and makes himself less available that says more about the woman than anything else and yeah. like you said like I've changed my mind on that a little bit. Like if you want to try that, go for it. But I would actually rather encourage if you're in a, if you're a good man, you're in a good relationship, you provide, you do what a man is supposed to do. And your partner's not sleeping with you. Fucking zip, get out of there. Leave. Yeah. Fucking leave. I, I went through that too long for way too long. And the woman with, um, this is why my podcast with you, didn't start as early as I said it was going to
1: mm-hmm. because I don't know what sounds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you treat, if you treat a woman like a celebrity, she's going to end up treating you like a fan.
0: Well, you know? I, I, I love her to death. You know, I think she's yeah. awesome. And I tell her that she's awesome, but I've always made it very clear. Like, yeah, like I'm not afraid to lose anyone. I, I expect to be treated a certain way because I'm going to treat you the exact same. If you yes. don't treat me the same way that I treat you, not gonna work, not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly.
1: You gotta you gotta set responsibilities and boundaries in a relationship. You can't just be you can't just be a, a my like a sim for these mm-hmm. women. And, oh I was and a really, fucking
0: sim. I was and,
1: and this is another thing too, like the, the idea that this is like oppressive or bad for women or, or negative for them, like women don't respect a man who they can walk all over. Women don't want a man like that. They want a man who's strong and proves himself to be competent, so that he can like protect them, protect their children, mm-hmm. cre- create a comfortable life for them. And that and that involves a man who is not a pushover.
0: Right. Oh, weapons. that's why my that's why my ex wife cheated and left because I yes, was I was good exactly. at them. I was good. I protected them. I was a good man, but I, I let them walk all over me yeah i i would put my foot down metaphorically and say you know hey this needs to change you know or i'm gone she knew i wasn't gonna fucking leave i never talked to other women i i wasn't social i i went to work and came home i had no guy friends and no one to it was just me and her for the longest time i had my brothers but i didn't have like masculine energy around me all the time i was around women constantly
1: And, And, you know, and, you know, guys, unfortunately, this is something that their fathers would have taught them historically. She didn't have a dad. Unfortunately, they're being denied this wisdom and they're having to learn the hard way now.
0: Yeah. Well, she didn't have a dad. The girlfriend Uh, I have now has a dad. That's what That really, like, I like her for who she is, but I looked on, okay, what's the surrounding? What surrounds her? And I saw a father, a good father that owns his own business. Mm -hmm. I was like. Oh, this is going to be fucking stable as shit, and it has been stable. There's no chaos. Um,
1: yeah, just it's quite. It's just fearing. like people say, it's just like people say to women, you know, uh, if you want to find a good man, look at how he treats his mom. Well, if you want to find a good woman, look at her relationship with her dad.
0: Well, see, with me, I have Eminem's mom. We're brothers. Uh, so, but I treated her well, even through the abuse. So I think that gives me a pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole, see, I should be a guy who fucking hates women. I've had so many bad experiences with them. I don't hate them. I think they could be better. Like, I think men yes. could be better. And I think those are different things. Like, I think women should try to readopt past values. And I think men should adopt past values as well. Um, I see a lot of men who are unhappy because they were sold this idea. Oh, happy wife, happy life. Yep. Nope. Yep half your shit gone Bubba Mm -hmm. she's with a guy that's bigger than you Bubba you you men get complacent too in relationships
1: oh 100% I mean I think it I mean I've talked about this before I think it always goes back to men it always goes back to the fact I mean feminism couldn't have even been a thought if men were fulfilling their responsibilities like what would have there been to complain about for for like these these like feminists and these like financiers and these like fat ugly women that were pushing this on women in like the fifties and sixties, which is what they were, by the way. Dude, they were like
0: I'm seeing a slow burn. Do you watch Tom Segura at all?
1: I've never heard of him.
0: Okay, well he has his wife and she's like thinking like, I don't wanna fucking work. Like I there's fucking benefits to having a man providing everything for you and respecting that there's Mm -hmm. i forgot her name uh the real fem sapien um and someone else she's doing uh she does cordless the cordless podcast she they bring women on and they expose their hypocrisy right to their face like they'll talk about high body counts like well a man should accept me if i have a high body count well if he wants to sure but the more body counts that you have you're not going to get the man that you want well, that's, mm-hmm. that's fucking rude. He shouldn't judge me. Well, he's going to. Maybe he shouldn't judge you, but there's a reason he is. And The that,
1: entire world should mold itself around what I want.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Let the world... The world has to change for me. No, you have to change for the world. Yeah. Sorry, that's just the truth. The world can't change for you. It's impossible for it to change the way you want it to. The fucking mm-hmm. president of the United States can't get America the way he wants to. No, it's not possible. I mean,
1: you can barely breathe, let alone he do that. Can...
0: And stack the com- tomato cans, and let kids touch my hairy legs in the pool, and watch my hair curl up. That
1: there was this guy named Wait. Corn Pop at the
0: pool. <laughs> Say what you want about Trump, man. That was a fucking fun two years. It was four. No,
1: was it four yeah, years? That was four. Yeah, it was four with four. Trump. Yeah, it was four. It was four. Four years. years.
0: Yeah, that was and a good. You know, it was fun. Mean tweets. I fucking prefer to one uh,
1: I saw this one uh this one 4chan post where it was like a guy uh like going through this story and he was like um he was pretending to be Clarence Thomas and he was like you know people used to have a nickname for me it was Corn Pop. Corn Pop. Implying that implying that Clarence Thomas, Clarence Thomas was the guy named Corn Pop at the pool in Biden's story. <laughs> And that was that's the right. reason he overturned Roe v. Wade.
0: Oh shit!
1: <laughs> I wish I. Could... Oh god, dude, four chan, four incredible. I-, I should use it more. Well, I say I should use it more, but it's kind of.
0: It's, it's fucked. I my when I was seventeen, I'd go on there a lot, and that's when I got desensitized to people getting their arm chopped off, and I was like, I was that's not say, good for yeah,
1: my like, That's shit. not good for
0: my brain. Like I should feel bad when I see someone's arm get chopped off. Like, I should feel no, bad No, you're a about pussy that. if you
1: feel bad from that. Come on now. <laughs> or do you, like, a feminized soy boy? Uh, a
0: little bit. When I say, I'm like... You don't oh. like... You know what I do love? I do love the... Vi- I love the videos where um, pedophiles would get caught in, like, uh, third world countries or uh, somewhere not in the United States. But they would get their, like, fingers slowly chopped off by a rusty butter knife. That, what mm-hmm. I was into. But, like, when I don't have the context of why your arm's being chopped yeah. off, I... I I should be sad about that. Um, I am now. I, I got off of 4chan a while back. It was, it okay. was.
1: Yeah, I, I'm know. not really on there at all, but I see, I see, I see things that leak from it. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, dude! Like I think a lot of what's happened in the news, there was a lot of fake shit that got on the news and it became That's reality cool. because of 4chan. Yeah. 4chan has like shifted America. I yeah. think. I think the the whole blue this is exactly hair. Why they hate. Non-binary. I think all this stuff came from 4chan.
1: Well, no, not not 4chan, but sites like it. A lot of it came from Tumblr.
0: Tumblr. Well, I think I think Tumblr was serious. I think a lot of the things that we find ridiculous today that is now normal came from 4chan
1: as a joke. Okay. I mean, I mean, all the like gender ideology and like trans stuff. it, It was it was popularized via like the internet and social media, but. I mean if you go back you can find you can find all of this stuff in academia. Mm-hmm. This is where it really came from over like, the uh, past
0: 70 years.
1: Yes, exactly. Like no. academia has been the driver of society for a long time now. It's it, it's where it's where sovereignty uh, I, I forget I forget what the name of this person. I remember, I forget the name of the person who said this quote. He's like where does sovereignty lie? And it's like who who's actually running society here? And for the last really since the forties, you know, it's been academia mm-hmm. because when you think about it, uh, the bureaucrats who run things, they're all trained from academia, mm-hmm. the the media, the journalists, they all receive their ideology and their, and their degrees from academia. Academia essentially shapes, it shapes the next generation. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but it has a huge amount of influence on like policy has a huge amount of influence on, uh, on you know, what actually gets implemented by bureaucrats. You know, they'll cite they cite papers. They and this is why things have really gone insane, right? And mm-hmm. This is why, this is why science has become so corrupted because it's been given power.
0: Yeah, absolute power, and that is very easily corruptible. When uh, Jordan Peterson, he was a professor in Toronto. Uh, do you did you see that video where there was a bunch of feminists like? attacking him pretty much and like how pretty do you much, feel yeah. about this nazi uh, appearance at your protest or at our protest he's like i hate nazis that's all he had <laughs> to say but they're like no you're supporting it like he's like no i've taught the evils of marxism of nazism you guys are being taught the tenets of it and it's not even being called that i there was a i forgot the website they posted this article talking about the idea, uh, you know the new ideology postmodernism, and all that stuff yes a lot of what was in that that piece was shit that was said in nazi propaganda
1: or you know when i went to college i had to take these mandatory like classes where they like teach you that like well white people bad like uh like uh, everything is, everything is like societal oppression. Like the idea of societies having any sort of norms is actually just like this oppressive thing that mm. that we do to keep the ruling class in power. Blah blah blah. This none of this is new. Like critical race theory and all this stuff. Like, and and I've read and I've read like uh, 1920s communists, like Antonio Gramsci. Mm. What a lot of this stuff is is it's just it's that, but they slap the word racism on top of it. that's pretty much it Mm -hmm. because they know that you know racism is extremely taboo thing that no one wants to be called a racist anymore so if you say if you if you are able to convince someone that all of this unrelated shit is is actually racism Mm -hmm. they'll they'll start to what what it is it's an indoctrination tactic because i noticed this in this class that i was in was they start you out easy you know and this is this is also a chinese uh indoctrination uh, strategy they start you out easy they start by making you make a few small concessions like
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh racism is bad right but then after that they stack a bunch of shit on top of that and because humans hate like contradicting themselves especially guys hate contradicting themselves <laughs> they they're they feel forced to adopt all of this other stuff like Like, oh, if you think racism is bad, well, actually, racism means this. It doesn't just mean hating people because of their race. It means like all of this other unrelated shit. Mm -hmm. And this is how they get you. They, this is how they indoctrinate you. Is that they, they attach all this nonsense to it. Yeah, they start out
0: with this central truth, and they they expand upon it with non truths and things that Mm -hmm. don't apply. They can make it make sense, which is impressive. But I've always, I've always believe that no racism is just judging someone on the color of their skin that's racism or and I think or it's a natural hurting thing. someone because of their race that's racism but yeah
1: and i mean i think it's a natural thing i think ethnocentrism is something that we've seen in every society throughout history mm-hmm. like people are more likely to cooperate or want to cooperate with people that are genetically similar to them
0: well that's just how tribes used to identify one another like yeah there's there's races, but even those races have subcategories and different features to their face. Yeah. like uh, Japan and China, they are different cultures, different races. Technically, they look the same though. They they have a lot of similar features.
1: Yeah, but, and it's because race race isn't just skin deep either.
0: Mm, no, it's it's culture. Mm-hmm. Right. You you have um, Haitians, and then you have Africans okay dark complected but they're completely different like they they have different ways of going about things
1: yeah and they like, have different genetic markers too like mm-hmm. even even between different africans for example uh i'm a, I'm a kind of amateur bodybuilder so i know a lot about this like the racial differences between uh
0: you look like a pro different...
1: bro <laughs> no i'm getting there but <laughs> like uh for example west africans which is um for oh, African-Americans, by the way, are largely West African from places like Nigeria, mm-hmm. because that's where the slave trade kind of took us. But um, like West Africans are completely different from East Africans. We're more mesomorphic, which means it's easier for us to put on muscle, whereas East Africans, like Ethiopians, they're runners, right? Mm-hmm. They're runners, they're ectomorphs, which means they're great at like burning calories and running fast and they're taller. And, and you know, it's just a product of millions of years of evolution based on where you where your environment is
0: mm-hmm. what and was a necessity should, for you to survive
1: yeah and i don't think we should ignore that or try and sweep it under the rug or minimalize it because what you end up doing is by denying differences in race you're denying uh, like not only the bad things like iq differences which uh, but uh, <laughs> but you're denying <laughs> you're denying the good things as well like for example like the things that blacks excel in Mm-hmm. compared to whites and the things that whites excel in compared to blacks like you shouldn't just you, you can't just deny that these things exist
0: well like when you lump again when they lump just because of a uh, skin shade they lump them in together like that's true racism when you don't acknowledge yeah. the differences in race that's actual racism whether yeah, it's, you
1: should acknowledge them you should celebrate them largely
0: yeah i i think so too like i it's this narrow-minded way of thinking i mean there's I think sometimes it's good to think narrow-minded when you're trying to like get to a goal. Mm-hmm. But when you try to expand upon it and overcomplicate it, like it it doesn't do any good. They think they're doing good. I think a lot of these people think what they're doing is good. They're doing it yeah, in earnest. Yeah, I honest. don't think
1: they're like cynics, for no. example. I, I don't think a lot of them are cynical. I think they legitimately believe they're doing good in the
0: world. Yeah. But Hitler thought he was doing good too.
1: Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. No, everyone like, thinks there are very good. few people there aren't very few Lex Luthor's in the world, right? Where there's, like, oh, I'm doing I'm doing evil shit because I like it. Like, no one's like
0: that. No, I mean, you've had some that, like, relished in the fact. Like, Genghis Khan, I think, he was, like, relishing in the fucking of everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's not until you see the aftermath of it. And the aftermath is going to show. Yeah. It's going to show eventually. It's not going to... It is
1: going to show because no lie can last forever.
0: Mm-hmm. No, eventually, I predict in the future, there's going to be a lot of people say, holy fuck, we fucked up. Mm-hmm. Big time.
1: And speaking of not being able to last forever, you can keep talking about this, but I'm going to go to the bathroom real
0: quick. Oh, you can. I'll pause real quick. Hell yeah. I got to go get me a drink. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was a long piss. I'm just playing.
1: No, it was actually.
0: <laughs> I timed it. It was like fucking 35 seconds.
1: Oh, wow. damn. This is not
0: That's a big. soda. This is water and lemon. Okay, that's good. I don't want to disappoint you. Good on
1: you. Good on you. <laughs> I allow myself like one or two cups of diet pop. Sometimes. Yeah,
0: I've I've uh, cut and out alcohol. Cups. I've cut out alcohol as much as I was drinking it. Started getting a fatty liver. So yeah, that's again overindulgence, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking drinking feels good, but then you're like, ah. Uh, 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 after a while like the slow effects of making bad fucking decisions
1: <laughs> oh you might want to turn on the don't forget to turn on the recording again
0: oh it, it, yeah it's playing
1: okay good just yeah. making
0: sure <laughs> I, I i fucked up last time no yeah, I, actually no fuck but... that fuck that i didn't fuck up i checked it three times it was the fucking That's
1: technology fucked up
0: it was no it was feminist that like fucking uh groomed my computer.
1: computer
0: yeah yeah they groomed my well computer. they didn't
1: hack your computer they bitched until a man hacked your computer
0: for them <laughs> oh shit i fucking love these podcasts with you man <laughs> oh shit these are yeah. i even said in my tiktok announcement for it i was like yeah you're gonna see a little... it brings
1: out your misogyny
0: i dude it's fucking good sometimes man like Sometimes I'll, I'll say shit that I really don't believe, but damn, it feels fucking good to say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I believe... I, I haven't really said any lies or any, like, jokes, but uh, I really do mean it, man, where I think when, when it comes to women in general, when they say what they want, and but they're still fucking unhappy as soon as they get it, It's instead of doing what they want, they should do what they need. I think they should try to shift their mind into... Let their needs be their wants. Yeah. Um, well, like... Let
1: society's needs be their wants.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's it's very confusing. I, I'm happy that I'm seeing a, not a lot, but a, a few women that are actually saying the shit that we're saying and are meaning it. They're not just trying to be pick-me's or anything. They actually I was going to say, yeah, shit. a
1: lot of it's a pick-me thing sometimes. but
0: Yeah, I, I can tell when it's a pick-me thing now
1: okay that's good
0: yeah like i i I fell for a lot of them (laughs) i literally fell for one i I was wanting to date them was gonna go meet them and stuff (laughs) and i was like oh you're a fucking liar you don't believe in the shit that you fucking say you just did the shit to me um yeah i'll never release her name i'll tell you privately but yeah that's another thing too the the shit that i'm doing um won't say their name either but i don't know if you've been uh catching up on it at all there's this um, person in the center of all of this controversy, and the, the thing that's familiar, the same that's, uh, that matches with the complaints he's getting, is from women who liked him. <laughs> and it didn't work out. So now, he's public oh, enemy okay. number one. Yeah, I see. I swore off of trying to start relationships with any woman online.
1: That's a fantastic idea. Because because like we said, like online women, they're like an entirely different breed at this point. <laughs> they're crazy.
0: I can't say no to that. It it it's I see too much of it to deny it. And if I were to deny it, I'd just be lying to myself and doing a disservice to people. Exactly. It's, eventually
1: eventually you, you have to stop looking at statistics and all this and just use your fucking eyes.
0: Like <laughs> And statistics don't matter to the individual, anyways. No, they don't. It doesn't apply. Like, yeah, statistically, I'm supposed to be this, that, and the other. I'm none of those things. You know, it's, uh, it it sucks to be lumped in with, there's true monsters out there, but you're not going to fix the problem by calling me a monster. Like, I'm the less intimidating motherfucker you'll ever fucking meet. You know, it's, I'll defend myself, but I, I don't give off the vibe that I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do anything hurtful. Mm yeah that's
1: good and that's i think that's what men should always strive to be is they should you what you shouldn't want this is something jordan pearson says you shouldn't want to be like a a harmless defenseless bunny Mm -hmm. you should want to be you should want to be a dragon but you should want to be a dragon that only uses its power when it needs to oh yeah like i
0: i'm capable of causing a lot of harm i know there's things i could destroy people's lives i could be a piece of shit but I'm not going to use that masculine energy or that vibe to ever do that. It would only be in instances to like protect people or to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Yeah, I think you were talking about it. It was someone else that I saw too. Like, I don't think toxic masculinity exists it, that that subscribes that only men can be toxic. That only men are the problem that they're the only ones that can be evil and do bad shit. Mm-mm. I have seen more women in my personal life do terrible fucking shit and i see the men left behind completely broken some of them never get back on their feet yeah you know that's my experience and people can deny it women can say oh you just misinterpreted like maybe your dad was a piece of shit my dad was fucking awesome my mom was the worst fucking think of the worst woman possible and multiply it by five that's my mom
1: yeah yeah, no, no, I, and I and I know you've done that podcast where you talk about a lot of what happened with your mom as well. I haven't listened to it yet, but I
0: haven't you know, done I it. Um, I'm actually gonna get my siblings. Oh, you okay, no, I'm waiting for my all three of my siblings. My sit, my older sister and my two younger brothers. We're gonna sit down. We're gonna oh. show voicemails. We're gonna show text. We're gonna talk about oh. shit I've never talked about publicly. And it's my sister is like the think of the best woman you can think about. That's my sister times five. Okay. My sister is fucking the perfect feminine, the, like, responsible. She's fucking awesome. I think you'll like her. She looks like okay. me, but a girl. Okay. Yeah, okay. me without a beard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Yeah, she's a bitch. No, I'm Yeah. No, I
1: she- love her. I love her.
0: <laughs> god damn let's see yeah. where were we before i started uh-huh. trauma dumping like a woman well, um.
1: well about the toxic masculinity thing i think i think toxic masculinity can exist i think there's good masculinity and bad masculinity like like masculinity often involves you know having power and using power mm. and uh, being in charge of things and you can use that power for good or you can use it for evil and I think that's what separates toxic and good masculinity. Yeah. But I mean, what it is what it's what, what toxic masculinity is used as today is essentially just an assault on masculinity.
0: Yeah, the, the context in which men. it's used, I don't agree with.
1: Yeah, it's it's just an assault on men in general. It's just an assault on men being themselves now.
0: Yeah. Oh, women, saying. they want you to accept them for who they are. If we're crazy, if we're bombastic, if we're just chaotic, you have to accept us for who we are. If we're You're fat, a piece of yeah. shit. No, no one has or to like accept your yeah stuff yeah,
1: like
0: that. Fucking I don't <laughs> have to accept shit. No one has to accept things. If if mm-hmm. if it doesn't jive with your with your perception of how life should be, you don't have to accept that shit.
1: Yeah, it, exactly. It's not a this is something I've said before, which is that I mean this is this is not just a men and women distinction. I think this is a left and right distinction as well, like political left and political right, where leftists believe in revolution where right wingers believe in exit, for Mm -hmm. example, like if you're in a, if you're in a place as a right winger and you don't like it, uh, it's, it's not serving you. It has beliefs that you don't hold. It's, uh, it's oppressing you in some way. Your instinct is to leave that place for someone somewhere else. But a leftist instinct is to try and change that place from the top down Mm -hmm. and impose their will on it.
0: Yeah. Change everything else because they Mm -hmm. want it that way yeah like if i don't like something like would i like to see it change yeah but if i have no stake in the game okay i'll leave them to it they can do they can dig their own hole i'm not gonna be a part of it
1: yeah i mean and this is an implicate and this has implications that you see play out in society all the time Mm. like if you don't like your employer what's a what's some what's a what's a guy gonna do he's just gonna fucking leave He's just going to leave and find a better job. But a woman is going to like she's going to complain. She's going to go to HR. She's going to try and change her boss, change the change the workplace. And sometimes that's useful, right? Like, mm. but but you know, in general. And I mean, yeah. And you and you see it in like, uh, for example, when we say pick better men, and women say, oh, that's awful. We shouldn't have to. We should they should just all change for us. You know, that's another example of wanting revolution instead of exit.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah just don't if you are getting the same type of guy it's not a uh it's not proof that all guys are the same it's the guys that you hang around with are the same yes they're not every guy is the same you're you'll have a piece of shit guy and then you'll have a very good guy it's just who you decide to surround yourself with
1: exactly it's it's completely it's this idea that you know they're they're choosing to hang around these toxic and and honestly irresponsible men and then they're wondering why they're getting with toxic and irresponsible men (laughs) like no shit like how could this
0: ever happen i am so shocked
1: i know and it's like (laughs) oh it's well it it is their fault to an extent but it's also you have to take some sort of responsibility for surrounding yourself with people like that
0: yeah like yeah of course men shouldn't treat women like shit of course they're not but Mm -hmm. you need to choose a different man and honestly uh there's a lot of women coming out now uh telling their stories about dating a male feminist they thought it was going to be the best thing in the world it was 10 times (laughs) worse they're like the shit i complained about with my chauvinist boyfriend i would i would beg for those problems again yeah now they're suffering more um and also i think male feminists are fucking weasels i think we talked about that before
1: yeah, they're yeah. I mean, they know that it's the the only way they can possibly get attention from women is if they try and like simp and suck up to them all the time.
0: Which I did when I was growing up. When I was a young lad, piece of shit.
1: It gets um, you attention, but not the right kind. It gets you. It they treat you end up treating you like a fan, like we talked about. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> I like I never did anything horrible to any of my exes, but I would get pissed off at them. Like uh, I treated them this way. Why are they not... Oh, because I didn't demand any respect. That's why.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: I didn't hold myself to a standard. You know, I was and good to them. I want a
1: guy that they can respect.
0: Yeah, I was... They could walk all over me all they want. Oh, yeah, it's fine that you ignored me for two weeks and didn't respond to my text. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're, you were going through something. It's fine. Dick. That's what they were going through. Um, but I, I, allowed, <laughs> I allowed it to happen, man. At Like... A lot of guys don't even want to admit this once they've taken... I don't know if I've taken the ret. Uh, I probably have. Once they realize that the shit that they were told growing up on how to succeed with women was all bullshit, Mm -hmm. I was pissed off. But I I make fun of myself for it now, man. Like, I wish I could go and punch myself in the fucking face. Like, you fucking simp bitch.
1: And there's, you know, there's kind of a period of resentment you go to when learning any truth about the world, really especially an uncomfortable one, you know, mm-hmm. you like, for example, a guy learns the hard way that, that women don't want, like women will walk all over. If you let them, for example, a guy has to learn that the hard way he's going to have a period of resentment Oh yeah. where he's where he's like, uh, he's thinking women are just these horrible creatures. And he goes on to like incel forums and they all like, uh, and, and they Elliot all Roger. reinforce his beliefs. And, and, but after that, you have to have this period of like acceptance of that truth mm-hmm. and you have to understand that you know this is just how the world is and you can't be bitter about it and you just have to adjust to it. you know, you have to put women back in their place, you have to make them property again. you have to you have to start burning witches again because this is what happens when you stop burning witches in society <laughs> is that they start running society and they start, <laughs> they start.
0: I couldn't keep a straight face.
1: I was planning to be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah, you go nine along," and then you're like, "Wait, what's happening here?" <laughs> Holy shit!
0: Goddamn. Maybe not to that extent, but something similar. I think again with men, I, I the men who have emasculated themselves and that believe all this bullshit that they're fed they need a good donkey kick into the face yeah they they need a mean, reality check
1: and i mean when you say property obviously that has really bad implications but like andrew tate's pointed this out too like historically speaking like women women were property in the sense that oh they're walking down the street and then a man finds them and just abducts them and they are their property now no like women mm-hmm. were expected to have a certain level of submission to the man but only once they agreed to marriage right they were expected to to an extent they were quote unquote property but it's not like they were just taken off the street and made into slaves no no they were they agreed to that kind of or to that kind of arrangement in marriage
0: well now it's when women get married what they did before no longer happens it, what mm. they did to get in the relationship They no longer apply it Like They feel like once you're married, okay, done No effort Yeah. Completely can just walk all over them The micromanaging, I did a video about that too Actually, oh, it was okay. a clip from my podcast Where uh, I was with this woman And she got really pissed off That I put the plates in the wrong cupboard And I said in the grand scheme of, I got pissed, I was like In the grand, grand scheme of things Why does this fucking matter at all? Well, I want it to look nice. I'm like, we're the only two fucking people here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No one else is coming in. No one gives a shit where plates go. They're, if someone, Do you think someone's going to walk into your house and open up your cupboards and see that your the red plates are not next to the red plates or the blue plates? Yeah. Does it really matter? <laughs> I got really fucking pissed. And she's like, I don't know why you're so mad. I'm like, because you're micromanaging something nice I did for you. Can you say thank you? I mm-hmm. think you would be really fucking nice.
1: Yeah, this kind I of mean... happened with my last relationship. It was like seven months in and she just started going off the fucking rails like you needed to know where I was every second of the day. I was up till I was up FaceTiming her until 3 a.m. when I had class at 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah. And she and even when I eventually had to hang up with her, like she would still cry and act like it was this huge deal that I wasn't spending more and more time with her. And it's just she wanted me completely to herself and wanted me completely shut off from my friends, shut off from my college experience. And I mean, eventually I just, I just said, fuck it. And I, I haven't had a relationship since.
0: <laughs> well, uh, like with my ex, you know, that was an issue with me too that she wasn't spending time with me, but I wasn't asking for an exorbitant amount. I was like, Hey, fucking an hour, Yeah. catch up, hang out, hook up a little bit and then you can go do whatever you're doing. Just i i liked alone time i really did but solitude nah but for some people like that for your ex you could never do enough you could facetime her for 24 hours a day it never (laughs) would have been enough yeah exactly my girl right now like she wants to see me after i get off of work she has like a healthy want to see me but if i don't see her or say i'm doing this podcast Most women would be like, well, you want to do a podcast instead of hang out with me? No. But that's something I want to do. Mm -hmm. Let me do that. But she was so cool with it. She's like, have a good podcast. Can't wait to listen. So fucking chill. So fucking chill. Um, I was like, wow, I fucking dealt with a bitch for six years. (laughs) She was mean to my fucking family. And I didn't even realize it. Like, She never wanted to talk to them, never wanted to go to gatherings or social meetups, nothing. It's like i want to stay home and i want to fucking play xbox with a guy i'm going to cheat on you with okay cool awesome <laughs> see you later oh, wow. dude i accepted okay. way too much bullshit, and i think I, i'm already getting questioned about the advice i'm giving like how guys should leave women who are not having sex with them that are not respecting them well why don't you just communicate before you do something like that
1: and then they'll and then they'll get mad at you for communicating and like try and turn around on you and play the victim and yeah. all this
0: well, that's another thing too. Why do I have to communicate to a woman how to be treated? It's mm-hmm. universal people it, it's a universal thing. treat me well respect me but um, well, women
1: want women want to just you you to just know how they want to be treated you know without them mm-hmm. I mean they just want you to take the hint basically
0: no I mean well, yeah women are very hint they they use hints instead of being direct um but in generalities. People know how to treat people. You don't have to sit them down and give them a lecture. You can make things apparent, like before the relationship starts, which I think everyone should do, is say, okay, this is what I expect. I deserve to be treated a certain way. Because if I'm treating you good, I think you should treat me good as well. It should be equitable. It should be um, reciprocal. And if you're not cool with that, if that's something that you cannot meet, if you can't meet my my needs or what i want in a relationship then we shouldn't even have one and uh i did that when i was dating you know uh before the relationship started i would say okay this is what i want well i don't know about that i'm like conversation over done Mm -hmm. goodbye i I had zero tolerance and i only had zero tolerance because i went through six years of being a fucking pushover it's like never fucking again and if that makes me an asshole I wipe with wet wipes. I'm a clean asshole. Um, (laughs) It's for a man to demand not. Well, yeah, demand demand respect, because if he is a good man, he should have the ability to demand that Mm -hmm. for men having wants and needs. And for that to be a problem with a woman, it's not the man's problem. It's hers. She has the issue. You got to stop flexing like that, man. My shorts are getting too tight.
1: (gasps) Sorry, it's just
0: time. Like, let me just show up this, my fucking peak physique in front of this fat fuck. I wasn't even
1: flexing. Oh, now you're, to
0: get, oh, you're fucking gaslighting piece of shit. I oh, wasn't even trying, I was just dude. trying to stretch. I just look good like this naturally, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 100%, 100% <laughs> natural. You know, I may be a, I may be a slimy half-breed, but, you know, this is 100%, this is 100% natural here. You're seeing no steroids, no flexing. <laughs> No, nothing. No, no advanced lighting. None of that stuff. You, you know, I this... maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you call
0: yourself a half breed? <laughs> Holy shit! I'm not saying this to anybody. If anyone wants to fucking cancel me, I got a pass
1: today, dude. I've got a no, no. I'm. I mean, I embrace the half white. I I embrace the half white devil. Uh, character.
0: Have you seen uh the modern warrior shit? His most recent so. shit where is like if you are white passing or something like that or present yourself as like white passing that you're white that dude got so much fucking shit from the non-pure bloods (laughs) non-pure bloods yeah he got some i gave him some shit too i was like that's fucking racist man
1: oh 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 i think i think i know you're talking about now yeah
0: yeah he uh him and his girlfriend went on live and they're like well you just misinterpreted you didn't get the nuance i was like bitch it was five fucking seconds you can't get nuance in five seconds Mm -hmm. you made a clear statement that's what you did there's no nuance to a clear statement um they're like if someone mistakes you as white and you don't correct them you know you're denying no one fucking no one starts a conversation hey you black (laughs) are you from nigeria dude no one they're like hey what's your name People, yeah exactly in their world when when they do their meetups um hello my name is Lance Sosi and I am a he him I am Native American <laughs> no one gives a yeah. fucking shit, dude
1: I am 49.8 percent black I'm 46.2 that's it's not it's not those exact percentages for me but <laughs> but no one
0: gives it only yeah, I mean, no they one give cares. a shit they give a shit their crowd gives a shit mm-hmm. like they they Maneuver their life be- through race. Yeah, they do. And when I said that, they're like, "Well, we were just speaking with white privilege." Fuck you. I'm saying that's just a universal truth. N- most people don't care about race. Most people don't. It's inconsequential. Um, and it's funny they say that they're anti-racist, but they're being fucking racist. <laughs> they use racist no, I mean, tools. That's,
1: yeah, I mean that's what anti-racism really is. It's just this like reversal of things. Yeah. It's like being anti-racist is seeing everything through the lens of race to these people.
0: Well, it's like uh, it was a, this comic book. There was venom and anti-venom. Anti-venom still bit the heads off of people. It's not like he became, <laughs> oh, f- we are ven- anti-venom and we just want to protect people. No, still bit the heads off of people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can be against racism. But when you say when I hear anti-racist, I'm like, oh, you're just a different form it's a different shade of racism when it's the anti-racist because when they say anti-racist they always hate white people
1: yeah and that's racism it's like uh it's like the communist like teachers that i mentioned earlier where it's like if you say you're anti-racist you're actually agreeing to like all these crazy implications that have nothing to do with it as well
0: right it's so fucked up man i hate people that's the one thing i know for sure Mm -hmm. i mean i love people but i hate people if that makes any sense
1: it's yeah, I get it, you.
0: it's so infuriating man like i'm really glad i got out of that because i saw myself like becoming a sjw and a fucking women are fucking precious no matter what they do it's just as men we don't understand how beautiful they are no humans are fucking messy man or woman they're fucking mm-hmm. messy they're pieces of shit uh they don't want to do anything that's good for themselves they don't they, they want to leave this hedonistic lifestyle of oh i just want to fuck, come and eat
1: yeah and this that's is all. why and this is why societies need competent philosophically sound and strong leaders and this is exactly mm-hmm. the kind of leadership that they're being denied
0: most of them do it only to rebel yeah only yeah, to rebel exactly. they they're rebelling from what is perceived to be right which is mostly right um, and they they do it because they want to be oh I want to be different I want to be off the grid bitch you're in the grid even if you're off grid you're in the fucking grid like yeah. you're, there's you are just cosplaying as someone who is being defiant you're not you're not these people think some, that they're special they're not
1: just to keep the edginess coming this is kind of something that Ted Kaczynski touched on where uh who's Ted K- I've heard the, the name Unabomber. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> the guy the anarcho-primitivist guy, but he was like this is a this is something that the system is essentially weaponized, which is it takes this like this instinct that people have to want to rebel against like against things they hate, like things that are bad for them, mm-hmm. and it takes this instinct that they have and it and it turns it into power for itself. You know, mm-hmm. because these people who like buy these like eat the rich shirts, for example, and like pretend like they're and like call themselves like trans or they them because they think that it's like rebelling against the oppressive like patriarchal system or whatever Mm -hmm. these are people that are essentially foot soldiers for the modern regime
0: not only that when you buy shirts that say eat the rich or fuck capitalism that was a capitalist move to sell that shirt yeah
1: yeah exactly
0: they don't realize the irony in it
1: no they don't and they don't understand the irony of calling themselves calling themselves some like alphabet name like they them or something where they think it's some act of rebellion when the highest institutions in the land are all spouting this 24-7 act you know and why, that's the reason they do it
0: yeah you know why it's all bullshit there was a guy who made a video and he said the acronym all the letters for the LGBT all the even subcategories Oh, God. He started getting attacked by that community saying, you were making a mockery of our community by using all those letters and all that stuff. He posted a screen capture. He said the actual fucking full acronym. And they got <laughs> pissed at him for using the goddamn full acronym. They're
1: parodying themselves.
0: Yes. What's also fucking crazy, you mentioned Ted Kaczynski. Um, the fucking Columbine shooters. Yeah. When you read their, um, what what's it called?
1: manifesto
0: manifesto yeah it's we're killing the world we're killing animals Uh, they were very pro environmental they were um they were modern day leftists and the reason they did the shootings because they they even saw themselves them living killing the earth so they wanted to take as many people out to protect the earth
1: wow i didn't know that
0: Uh, fucking most of these people of course they're deranged only a deranged person would go shoot up a school Mm -hmm. but a lot of them have these ideas that people are just evil and if we kill a bunch of them we're doing the world a service yeah and it's people who are eating fucking meat i know that's simplifying it and there's more it's more complex than that but because people were eating meat and because there was pollution people deserved to die. Yeah. That mindset is championed today. But the same it is. the Columbine shooters had that same mentality about the world. They were just nutso enough to go actually do something about it. Yeah. That was awful.
1: Um, this is going to breed more. This is going to breed more and more extremists, and of course, they're going to be swept under the rug or apologize for if they have inconvenient politics.
0: No, yeah. Like
1: for example, oh gosh, I, I don't remember, but I, I don't remember the specific example. But like mass shootings can go on, and if the guy is you know trans, or if the guy is motivated by left wing ideology, you, you don't hear much about it for some reason.
0: Mm, it's not really talked about.
1: No, or or they they uh, well the trick they do is if it if it's a right wing extremist doing it they talk about the dangers of right wing extremism. If it's a left winger, they talk about how we need gun control. Those are the two. Those are the two. Uh, the modes they have, really.
0: Yeah, but if they it's, they ignore the key factors that these people are mentally ill and they're being pumped with medication that yes, they don't need.
1: Yes. Yes. And they don't. And I mean. What do you think is going to happen when you tell people that there's no meaning to life and that people have, like, like of, of course this is going to start happening. Mm-hmm. Like, when you don't have anything to live for and when you view other people as just cogs in a machine and you, this is going to, this is what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Do you know, Um, he used to, he's, he's dead now, rest his soul, uh, Attica, he was on YouTube. Yes. He ended up killing himself. I because know that, yeah. He was, was like, the world has no meaning. He was clearly, he had mental issues. But he had tons of people just saying, that, yeah, if, if you, the world has no meaning, why why live, why not just jump off a cliff? And then he jumped off a fucking cliff. Mm-hmm. You know? And he, it's because he was fed this idea that there's no meaning to anything. That just satisfy yourself, eat as many foods that you like, live this lifestyle that's ultimately destructful. And then when he did that, his life had no meaning, and then he ended his life. Some people, when they have that same mindset, they go and kill other people. That's not left or right. That is a, a symptom of no meaning, no responsibility, nothing to live
1: for. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I mean, guns, guns have been wildly, widely available in America for centuries. Since, since the founding of America, guns have been widely available. But why is it all of a sudden... That we get these school sh- I mean, schools, public schools used to have rifle, cru- rifle clubs, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Like, you could take your gun to school, right. and you wouldn't have, there would be no problem with it. But yeah. they want to so blame it just- on
0: men, but men are the ones that have mostly no meaning. They have no worth.
1: Exactly. And this is a, sim- and it's a symptom of, you know, moral and social degradation. Mm-hmm. Degradation that people are feel driven to do this kind of thing. And yeah. it's, it's really only going to get worse, like we've talked about, you know, it's going to have to get worse before it gets better, I think.
0: Right, well, I, me personally, I think taking the guns away is not going to solve anything because they did that in England and they have, like, very high crime rates of stabbings, okay? You take away yeah, the do. guns, they're going to find something sharp. They're going to find mm-hmm. something that's... That, they, don't, they don't care what tool that they use. People that are going to kill people are going to do it by any means necessary. Yeah. And it's not preventable. I mean, what can we implement things in society that might make it less likely? Yeah, but that number, it may drop, but it's still going to happen. It's yeah, You're still going to get gonna those people. we give everyone,
1: like, assign everyone a police officer?
0: No. <laughs> no, there's, n- there's nothing in the budget. We keep sending it to Ukraine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy That's- who won, like, a billion dollars, was taxed, like, 500 million or some shit like that. And then, in, like, coincidence 500 million gets sent
1: to another country <laughs> hashtag stand with russia by the way you do yeah yeah i think i think i do because yeah you know, this I and mean, i guess this can kind of be the last thing to talk about but ukraine think of yeah i i think that russia's war with ukraine is largely justified
0: see yeah. i've never looked into it i've just seen the banners
1: yeah, yeah, you see the banners that with them telling you that, like, Putin is this, like, nuclear-armed madman, this, like, Saturday morning cartoon character almost, that's mm. just a madman and he's trying to conquer other states for no reason, but no, that's not really what's happening here. What happened is that, you know, in the 90s, when the USSR broke up, I think it was Ronald Reagan was president at the time, he promised the Russian president that NATO was not going to expand to the east, mm. and what have we been doing since then we've been expanding nato to the east we've been pumping ukraine full of weapons we've been pumping them full of intel and ukraine is supposed to be this like neutral buffer state between russia and us mm-hmm. and ro- what happened is russia saw that as a security threat they saw that it's it's like think of if and I, and putin himself even made this comparison think of if china started supplying mexico with state-of-the-art weapons and intel on the u.s would we be okay with that <laughs> i don't think we would China doing that no and it's just like it's the same thing here you know it's we 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 kicked the dog until it bought until it bit and then we called it a mad dog well and this is a this is a common strategy throughout history, really, that like liberals like to use is they kick the dog, and then they, when the dog finally bites back at them, they say, "Oh, it's a mad dog; we got to shoot it." I've what this-
0: I've seen that in American history. Like, um, we tried to we went to war with um, not Korea. There was some there was a fake attack that happened that sent us into World War I. and the government they constructed it i forgot what it's called we'll have to talk about that on another podcast i can't remember it right now mm-hmm. but they faked an attack and it got us into vietnam the vietnam war and had... well that it wasn't world war. war yeah i fuck it i fucked that one up oh not... i see what you're talking about yeah okay. not yeah c- not going to edit that out i fucked up uh mm-hmm. but yeah vietnam the vietnam war would start through a false attack that america staged um There were
1: plans to do this to Cuba as well. Yeah, Uh,
0: Cuba. Have Cuban friendlies going to Guantanamo Bay, shoot it up, shoot up uh, movie theaters, and then we're going to go to war with Cuba. There is some corruption in America. There is. But, yeah, like, I'm going to have to read up on that more. I'm really interested, because I never looked it up. I, I saw news articles on it and all that stuff, but I know how the media can twist things and have a lot of people believe something that's not true.
1: I mean, like the the narrative is like such, e- even if, e- even if what I'm saying is wrong, which it's not, but like the narrative is just so like kindergarten and childish. Like if you listen to what Kamala Harris said, she was like, people asked her why it was justified. And she was just like, well, Ukraine, they're in the world, in the world, honey, <laughs> there are big states and there are small states. And Ukraine is a small state and Russia is a big bully. So we have to stop them. Like, this is almost word for word what she said. And it's like, you're treating them like you're like in the world, in the West, we're treated like kindergartners by our leaders. Yeah, or Like, if you go and lo- if you go and look at someone like, like Putin or Xi Jinping, if you go listen to them talk, they address their citizens like they're actual fucking adults.
0: I've noticed like, that. I've seen that.
1: Yeah. And like you couldn't even imagine a western politician like and putin like takes responsibility when things go wrong he's said that in uh his speech on economic recovery for russia after the sanctions um he's taken responsibility for like programs he's implemented going incorrectly and this is something you can't possibly imagine happening here and it's just i don't see it crazy. happening
0: here in america no i don't i do not <laughs> that that superpower they were talking about may not be a superpower if that continues down that road let's no, make everything no, comfortable
1: i think but, the, i think i think putin is right when he said the, the the unipolar world was coming to an end
0: oh, we'll see that in time i i see a downward spiral for america i do if we just keep nerfing the world and and not prioritizing you know taking responsibility for yourself sucking at the government tit isn't going to be the fucking yeah. downfall of the society yeah, i believe. believe
1: it's going to last forever yeah and it's it what happens to it's what happens to empires that are around too long they yeah. believe it they believe it's always been this way
0: Yep. Yeah. cows run out of milk and then we fucking kill them and eat steak you know <laughs> the tit won't last forever that milk's going to run dry yeah but, <laughs> hey when we if we ever get to that point i'm going to try to start some fortress and if you want yes, to do that, and we can
1: bring feudalism back. I want the castles back.
0: You want the, ca- well, we'll fucking, where, where's the paper?
1: Bring back the cool castles. Bring back the, like, we'll fucking bring back the. I love the aesthetic, man. I love the feudal. Aesthetic. We will implement Ram Ranch. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We talked about this last time, but it wasn't on the, it wasn't even recorded, but oh my gosh, we need to, we need to implement Ram Ranch in society. I think someone's gonna Google that and be like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Have you listened to Ram Ranch since then? <laughs> no, I was kind of oh, okay. afraid, but <laughs> yeah, you should be afraid. It's it's not for the faint of heart, it's for it's it's only for strong men that are so compi- they're so confident in their heterosexuality that they can get railed by another man, man, and understand that it's purely just an act of camaraderie you know (laughs) because that's that's what i'm like with my friends you know i get i get fucked in the ass by my friend (laughs) and i'm like you know you know jordan that's his name you know jordan like i am so confident in my straightness that i don't need I, i don't need to hide myself from these experiences
0: my face hurts (laughs)
1: <laughs> I can understand that it's just purely an act of camaraderie and there's nothing gay about it. We you know, we leave our socks on. We make sure the balls don't touch and that's that's how it goes. That's how that's how our relationship is.
0: My face fucking hurts. Holy shit. Holy shit. What a fucking way to end a podcast. I know, right? Holy shit. So Rim Ranch, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna implement Ram Ranch.
1: Yes, it's coming. It's
0: it is. It's coming right. <laughs> It's coming. It, it's coming with a U. All right. So, <laughs> Dan, this is good. I think this was longer than the last one that we tried. Yeah, this was like two hours, three minutes.
1: Wow, that's crazy.
0: So, I did get the backup audio recorded. Good. Good. We. Will, this will have nothing's gonna fucking stop this. It's gonna be posted. Where uh, stop it? But yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, This has been Don't Panic with Awesome Time 1 and Ram Ranch.